he said, Mummy, there was this dark hole and there was a scary lady with no eyes and you were pushing me to her. You were telling this lady to take me down this dark black hole in the ground and your heart breaks because yeah. you know, like I knew I was leading my son into hell because of what I was doing, the new age, the witchcraft. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Raised and Redeemed podcast and YouTube channel. I'm your host, Michaela Nikolenko, and I started this show after finally finding my home in Christ. I grew up in a home with lots of abuse and addiction where Christianity became something that repelled me. I spent my early adulthood seeking God in other religions, tarot cards, psychedelics, and even myself. I didn't realize how much hell I had pulled up into my life until I came face to face with the dark side of the spirit world and Jesus fought hard to save me. Now I live to serve his will and host a platform where others can share their story too. If you're looking for a show that talks about real things and provides encouragement for those who have been to the dark side and back, this is the show for you. Make sure to rate, subscribe, and share this show with anyone that you feel might be encouraged by it too. Quick disclaimer, what we can agree on here is that we love Jesus and he is our Lord and Savior. I don't filter what my guests say, so there will most likely be something along the way that you don't agree with, and that's okay. I highly recommend spending time researching and praying about anything that gets said that might trouble you. With all that said, thank you so much for joining me, and welcome to the Raised and Redeemed family. What's up, everybody? Today we're talking to Eva Hope, all the way from Australia, about how she found Jesus and came out of the New Age. After some scary demonic encounters and dreams from her young son, Eva was a desperate mama trying to keep her baby safe with energy cleansings and new age practices. But the torment continued. It wasn't until she finally began to call on the name of Jesus and his mother Mary that she saw a true shift in her home and her son even said Jesus was now keeping him safe too. Join us today as she tells her story of coming home to the church, reading the Bible for the first time, giving up her old life, and surrendering to God. Without further ado, let's get on to the show. Okay, good morning, Eva. Thank you for joining us all the way from Australia today. Good morning. <laughs> yes. So I'm just so excited to hear more about you and your testimony, but to start, I know you were just baptized, so I just wanted to say congratulations and ask you a little bit about that and, and how you feel now. So I was baptized exactly one week ago, last weekend, and the whole day was so surreal. And when people ask me, like, how do you feel on the day, all I could, the only way I could describe it was that I was out of body and I was just led. Mm. Um, I was just doing what I was called to do. I just feel like it wasn't, I wasn't there. I was just, yeah. I was going through the process and I feel like a higher power God was um, just taking over, taking over the whole day. And it was, yeah, it was, I do, I feel like a different person, I will say, um, since being baptised. Um, I feel a sense of peace and calmness 
And my husband has noticed a difference in me as well. So I know some people don't feel any any change straight away or any difference at all, but yeah. I love that. And I love how Mm -hmm. even in scheduling the podcast, you were so intentional. You're like, I want to wait until after I'm baptized. And I just, I love that because you knew that you were going to come out a new person. And yes, you had experienced salvation, you know, before that and leading up to that, but that baptism is, yeah, it's a very um, special ceremony where you just get to publicly announce your faith. So, um, yeah, I wanted to ask you that too. I just posted on my Instagram story yesterday. I was like, how do you tell a lo- like a Christian loved one that they need to be born again? Because there's people who, you know, believe the Bible, believe in Jesus, but being born again is, it's different. You know, you really do have a new heart and a new life after that. Yeah. 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 You definitely feel renewed and you feel, it does feel like he's given you a new heart. Um, (laughs) I can't, yeah, my heart just feels so open and so much love. And even the way I look at my children is different. Like the, the love for my children has even expanded. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, I'm so excited because I know <laughs> your children are a big part of your testimony and actually what led you to Jesus, just wanting to keep your family safe and realizing that he was the only way to do that. Um, so just to start, would you mind telling us just a little bit about yourself and your family and your spiritual background? Yeah. So um, I'm married and I have two boys. So um five-year-old and a 20-month-old. I was raised in a Greek Orthodox family. So I was raised going to the Greek Orthodox church, but then I also went to a Catholic private school um, for primary school. And then in high school, I was in a Lutheran school. So I always had a basis, I guess, of religion and Jesus uh, and understanding. However, when my parents were divorced, I was about 10 years old, my father went completely new age, hippie, grew out his hair. I remember him taking my five-year-old sister at the time to see a healing lady who now I think she was a witch. (laughs) She had the long black hair and, yeah. Um, He was my, my father was doing healings uh, himself. And so I was very open to new age beliefs at a very young age. Um, Yeah. And around... 2020 so basically through COVID that was when I had my huge awakening (laughs) and I went down the rabbit hole with conspiracy theories and that led me to new age okay and at that time something in me just felt like I should do a Reiki course actually this psychic happened to message me on Facebook and she said I have a feeling that you're going to do Reiki and I took that as a sign and I thought wow I've been this has been on my mind I've been wondering whether I should do Reiki and when she messaged me 
I was like, yep, that's my sign. I'm going to book it in. And and um, before you knew it, I was yeah um, practicing Reiki. Yeah. So, yeah. What were you um, like looking for at that time? Because I remember when I got into the new age and my yoga teacher training, I was looking for healing. I knew I was so broken. I knew my past was so rocky. And that's what led me into um, seeking spirituality in that faulty kind of way. So what were you seeking when you ended up doing that? For me, I've always felt that I always thought I was intuitive. There were moments in my life leading up where I knew things or um, I was always, I, I suffered from anxiety and I was always very sensitive to other people's energy. Like I could read people's energy. Um, if my husband came home and his energy was off, that would affect me. Um, if my children, their energy felt off. Mm. I would have to withdraw and go into my room and a lot of those new age practices were helpful at the time they were helpful you know the um cord cutting clearing your energy meditation all those things I was practicing to help me um because I just felt so sensitive to everything around me yeah um so that's what drew me to the new age um because it just felt like a natural progression to what, you know, I was already experiencing. However, it's interesting that I was never really drawn to psychics as such and I was never really drawn to astrology. That never interested me. It was always just the energy healing that was a big focus for me. Um, so because I'd always be so sensitive to energy, I could I could feel if there was darkness around in my home. And so I was always I was stuck in this cycle of, okay, something's off, something doesn't feel right. I knew all the signs in my body and I would instantly message my energy healer, um, the one who taught me. I would message her and I'd write, I need healing and she'd do a distant healing and things would be good for a few weeks. But then, yeah, it was just this repetitive cycle where nothing was actually ever getting better. Wow. <laughs> it was That's just temporary. Important. Yeah, yeah that's, that's important to note on. And I also, so it's interesting, because it's like, what led you was like, knowing that you had this like gifting. So God yeah. had given you the gift of empathy, you know, um, and even deeper. Than that, yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. And Satan wanted to hijack that and use yes. it for his yeah. kingdom. So yeah, and then also, um, you're talking about like, your awareness of like you said the discernment the discerning of of spirits and yeah how you would have this energy cleanser do cleanings on your home was yeah. this was this charged like would she ask you like did you have to pay for this every time she did it oh yeah I spend a lot of money <laughs> isn't that interesting because like when you get yeah. healers or psychics yeah. or all these people it's like it's always like a charged service yeah. Whereas oh, yeah. having someone in the church 
pray for you. Right. Yeah. That's free. Like contact yeah. God. That's free. <laughs> exactly. And they do it. Yeah. They do it out of the goodness of their heart. You tell them you have any issue. First thing, let's pray. Let's pray. You know, there's no hesitation. Yeah. Imagine yeah. if they're like, um, first you need, you need to Venmo <laughs> and then we can pray. So would you tell us just a little bit, like how far, how far did that go? Like how long were you in the new age? So practicing Reiki was very short lived. Um, It happened very quick. And I honestly think I probably didn't have any more than 20 clients. I was thinking about this last night. Um, It happened very quickly. And I was very quickly pulled out of it. So if I backtrack a little bit, there was a pretty intense healing, a past life healing that this lady led me through. And she asked me to put my legs up on the table. And in that moment, she didn't have to say anything. I knew what was happening. I was bawling my eyes out. I felt the energy of this healing coming through and I knew that I was about to basically have a stillborn baby on this table obviously all energetically she had me breathing through as if I was literally giving birth to a baby knowing that this was a stillborn baby from a past life this is what the belief was this is what she was telling me so I'm bawling my eyes out she's just encouraging me to breathe it and release it. And at the time it felt very real, it felt very powerful. I believed in past lives at the time. She told me that this spirit may come back um, and be born again. And at the time my husband and I, we weren't thinking of having another child. We had our, our one beautiful boy. We had no plans I didn't even think I could cope with another child at the time, to be honest. Um, However, after this healing, within three days, my husband was asking whether we should try for another baby. This was a completely new topic for us. We were almost blown away that the words were even coming out of our mouth. Um, And then within two months, I was pregnant. So something happened in that healing where I believe I was giving rights to Satan to take my child, to take my unborn baby. Literally, yeah, literally I was giving rights through believing that I was having a stillborn baby through this healing. Does that make sense? I don't know how to verbalise it because it's just like I think back now and I just, it blows my mind. Uh, at the time, I didn't realize what I was doing and how dark it was. So, but now looking, have, did you have a miscarriage after that? No, I didn't. Six weeks into my pregnancy, I didn't feel right spiritually. I didn't feel right. I felt off physically. I was fine. The pregnancy was fine. Mentally, I didn't feel right. I was crying a lot. Obviously, there's hormones, but I'm. I know my. Like I said, I was. Ve- I'm very um, in touch with when things are off, yeah. and I felt like I was going to lose the baby. I kept having thoughts that I was going to lose this baby, 
And my husband, he sat down next to me and I still remember him saying, you need to be careful because you're pregnant now and you're at risk. You're vulnerable for attack, a spiritual attack. And he's not as spiritual as me. For him to say that, I really took that on and I listened. Yeah. And he resonated with me because that's how I felt deep down, but I didn't want to say it. Mm. You don't want to say like, I feel like something's going to happen to my baby, yeah. um, that I'm being spiritually attacked. So once he said that to me and I knew that there was some truth to that, I contacted a healer as I did back then and as soon as I walked in her door, I didn't even have to sit down. She said, there is a very nasty demon who is trying to harm your baby. He doesn't want that baby born. And that just rang true to me because that's how I felt. It resonated in my body. Yeah. And she said that she got rid of that demon. She said she could see it in my eyes. I didn't know what she meant by that. She had me looking in the mirror and she's like, do you see, do you see? And I'm like, I don't know what, I don't know what she saw in my eyes. I couldn't see it. I don't know whether, yeah. So I left that appointment feeling very confused, feeling very lost. I was never the same after that day up until I found God. I felt like a different person. My whole world came crumbling down because um spirituality didn't seem so love and light anymore it seemed very scary very dark there was a lot of question marks a lot of confusion I just I was scared to meditate anymore I was getting up every day at five o'clock meditating and yeah after that healing I stopped practicing Reiki so in that moment I just my husband and I, we spoke and we said we need to protect our family, no more healings because I was doing it in my home as well so clients were coming to me. So I shut that down and I think I was pretty scared to meditate for a while. It took me a while to get back into all that. I don't know if I even believed that there was a demon because oh, it's... You just, it's a, it's a horrible feeling to think that there is a demon yeah. because you think, why me? Why me? Like, why my child? And you start questioning yourself and doubting yourself and you think, like, am I a horrible person? Like, you know, wow. why did I attract this? Yes. And my son, my five-year-old son at that time was starting to say, well, firstly, he knew I was pregnant before I did. So my son has, you know, a gifting. Two days before I took the pregnancy test, he was, mummy's got a baby in her belly, mummy's got a baby in her belly. So he knew. However, he then very quickly started to say some pretty scary things. He was having some pretty scary dreams. He was having dreams that black men were coming to our house, knocking on our door and trying to take my unborn child. Mm. So that then um, confirmed what I was feeling. So not only did the healer confirm what I was feeling, 
Now my son was saying these things. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, there's there's something dark out to get this baby. Yeah. Um, just letting everyone know, thankfully, he was born healthy and safe. He's nearly two years old. So nothing happened to my pregnancy, thank the Lord. He was there the whole time. Wow. Um, but, yeah, so my son, he was he was seeing things, dark things. He would see eyes in his room. He would wake up in extreme night terrors, night terrors where he was sweating. He couldn't, you couldn't snap him out of it. All I could do was just, you know, try and calm him down. There was a time when, you know, I was putting all the crystals in his room to protect him, thinking that they were working. I was saging the house. I was doing Reiki symbols over him, over his room to cleanse the house and setting the intentions by saying, you know, filling the home with light and love and all those new age things. But none of it worked. None of it worked until we found Jesus. Literally the only thing that has saved him from these night terrors has been Jesus. Wow. And to this day he even says, um, Jesus protects me. Jesus speaks to me at night. Um, when I have scary thoughts, Jesus will tell me to hold my thought. And yeah, so wow. I love that, yeah. you that too. Like the the self reflection that you started to go through when you realized, you know, the dark side to the spirit world, um, and the fact that you know there might have been something that you did to let those dark beings in mm-hmm. and have access to you and to your family because. That's what led me to repentance as well was seeing a demon and realizing, oh my gosh, I did something. <laughs> I yeah. did to let this yeah. demon, you didn't just stumble in here. Like, is it the yeah. new age? Is it, you know, I started just that, that inventory, that personal inventory of what did I do? But also I, I did the similar thing as what you did. Whereas I looked in all the different religions too, to see how do they combat darkness? Okay. Like if the if the dark side is real, how do the other religions keep themselves protected from darkness? So I, I remember going to the Mormon church, you know, I went to the Catholic church, I went all these places, I got holy water. Um, I mm-hmm. said, you know, what do Buddhists think about it? Like, what, what does everybody think about darkness? And how do they keep themselves? Right. Protected? Well, like you said, the only person that was able mm-hmm. to be protected was Jesus. And I couldn't have realized that for myself. He truly did reveal that. And I I believe that the Holy Spirit revealed that to me and pointed me to him. Um, And then I realized, wow, I don't have to fight this alone because that can be terrifying thinking. I have to fight these dark, whatever, these dark demon men coming into my son's room um, saying they're going to take my baby, like thinking you have to fight that on your own. But then luckily, you know, when you find Jesus, you realize like, I'm not in this on my own and he fights my battles for me. Hey, you guys, if you're in a relationship and trying to figure out if he's the one, or maybe you're recently single and taking a step back to figure out how to best go about finding the one, I have the ebook for you. Head over to the link in my bio or in the comment section from wherever you're listening to find my latest ebook, How to Know If He's the One. In this ebook, I share the worst of my relational mistakes and how Jesus finally showed me there was a better way. Gradually, he began to mend my heart, and I know he will do the same for you too.
there was a few moments along the way that I know God, he was always there. Like he was drawing me in and he never left my side. And when you look back, you realize that even this healer that told me there was a demon, what she sent me away with was the Our Father prayer. She said, say this prayer, it will help you. (laughs) And that was the first time I was really, I could, I really ever associated religion or God or Jesus with the new age I was like wow like I know this prayer because I went to private you know Christian schools I I know this prayer and um I think doors were opening like he was work he was doing his work and reeling me in from that moment it was like he was always there because there was another moment which was one of those aha moments where everything starts to to change. I was getting my eyebrows done, as you do, and she happened to be a Christian. And she was asking me about, you know, oh, what what is this healings you do or you used to do? The topic of crystals came about, and I remember her so clearly saying to me, why do you need crystals when you can just go straight to the source, when you can just go straight to the creator? <laughs> and it was like I'd never thought of that before because it was an aha moment where everything just started to click and make sense. Yeah. And I remember leaving her house and calling up a friend who was experiencing some darkness of her own with her daughter and I remember saying to my friend like we don't need to sage we don't need to do all this because we can just go straight to God like you know I remember that moment was was such a breakthrough moment for me where it was like the baby steps leading me towards Jesus yes and sure I I'm pretty sure that night or very shortly after I sat my son down my five-year-old son down And I Googled Jesus and Mary and I was showing him pictures and I was telling him, I said, this is Jesus and this is his mother Mary and they will protect you. You can call on them. And I I told him a little bit about, you know, who they were and my son had a night terror perhaps even that night or not too, you know, not too far off, but um, he was asleep like he was asleep but screaming out Mary Mary like for help he was calling out to Mary and from there I started praying to Jesus myself um and obviously I was uh, I had introduced my son to Jesus so that day meeting with my friend who did my eyebrows was the very thing that drew me to Jesus because in that moment I I realized I don't need sage to protect me. I don't need crystals to protect me. I just need Jesus. Like I said, I was still in the new age at the time like with the new age beliefs. I you know, hadn't picked up a Bible or anything at this point, but I had my religious upbringing, you know, with the schools to under, I had an understanding of who Jesus was. And yeah. um, so I would pray to Jesus and I was very drawn to Mary at the time. I think because every time I felt like I was struggling as a mother and I needed some motherly support, I'd feel drawn to Mary. Wow. So if I was feeling sad, like, 
oh, I'm a bad mom. Like, you know, I would I'll call upon Mary. And so when my son was calling out to Mary, yeah, he like a confirmation. Yeah, it was, yeah. Fast forward some time, say three, four months ago, there was a, a day where I saw evil in my husband. Not I didn't nothing physical, the way he was treating me, the way he was speaking to me all day long. It it didn't go away. And I didn't know what to do. He was it was like he was just he it it was like there was a hatred there towards me like he hated me that day and it came out of nowhere because the day before we'd had a beautiful family day out mm. and it was just like he woke up one day and the he was different towards me and so this is going back 3 4 months ago and i remember calling my father crying i couldn't breathe i felt like i was suffocating and i was genuinely scared i didn't know what to do and that night i laid in bed and i prayed to jesus and mary and i was bawling my eyes out and i was i don't know what to do i'm scared what's going on um is this the end of our marriage you know i didn't know what to do and that next morning I woke up and something told me God told me to download the Bible app I'd never considered reading the Bible before wow but I downloaded the Bible app and I deleted my social media apps because I knew it would be a distraction so every morning I would wake up and every day since I have read the Bible. Before I get out of bed, I'll read the Bible yeah. on my app. So I swapped out scrolling for reading the Bible. You can't even put into words what it does, like reading the Bible, how it transforms your life. When you're in the new age, you're told that the Bible is false, it's been it's been changed along the way, um, you know, the, the elites have got hold of it and they've corrupted it and there's, yeah. you know, you can't trust it. So I had those beliefs and they were conflicting me in the beginning. So as I'm reading it, I was still experiencing these conflicting thoughts with the new age beliefs. And I remember um, a friend recommended I buy the book um, Confessions, is it Confessions of God or? I know that one. Um, it's a very popular series. It's okay. not biblical. It's not biblical, though. But it was something that, that helped you in your journey of coming to the Bible? Well, I'll get to that. It, okay. it didn't help me such as it's basically it was a New Age book. Okay. This guy was, this guy believes that God spoke through him. And so he was writing down what God was saying. Hmm. Um, so, in other words, who knows who he, he was channeling? Yeah. I don't know. So this book was recommended to me. I started reading it. And as I'm reading it, I'm thinking this is conflicting with what the Bible says. Mm. It was basically saying that, you know, there's no such thing as, as heaven and hell and all those new age beliefs. And as I'm reading it, I'm thinking this sounds exactly like what a lot of the new age channelers would say when they would channel 
interdimensional beings, aliens, demonic beings. Yep. The same beliefs. I'm like, this is not God. This can't be God because that means the Bible isn't real. If this is true, then this the Bible can't yep. be true. And I remember one day God told me I needed to throw that book away. Mm. So I was halfway through reading it and I knew I had to throw it away because I was still experiencing confliction and God needed me to commit. He needed me to show that I was 100% dedicated, that I needed to get rid of all New Age beliefs, let it all go. He even made me delete the, the healers out of my phone because I still had their numbers in my phone yes. and because I, I was scared. I was so attached to, you know, what if what if things go bad and I need to contact them? What if um, my sons start have, having night terrors again? I need to contact them, but I had to delete them because I needed to fully surrender and yes. and believe and have faith and trust that, God was going to take over now. He was going to heal my son. He was going to heal me and we didn't need a healer. We didn't need crystals. So very quickly he made me, within three days of reading the Bible, I was told to throw out all my crystals, every single one, which I know is very common. Um, I had to get rid of a lot of the New Age self-help books, which I didn't have too many of them, but there was still some. Obviously, that book, Conversations with God, was one of them. I had Palo Santo in my home. I threw that away. Yeah. I had to delete my old business page on Facebook for my healings that was still there. It wasn't active, but it was still there because I had to keep it there in case one day I decided to heal again. So yeah. that had to go because that's holding on to the to the new age. So he wanted me to fully surrender. He needed me to fully surrender. I believe Satan was still trying to lure me back into the new age. So um, I would go to church and it was like there's this little voice in my head saying, but what about this? What yeah. about this? You know, yeah. you was, you know, and he wanted me to believe that I was losing a big part of myself, that I was losing who I was if I down this Christian path because I was so I was so attached to who I was in the new age. Like I was that girl, you know, or my friends would call me up when they needed advice and yeah, so I was attached to that. Yeah. Um I love yeah. how you're saying that, like it took a full leap of faith because you know that's going to be my next question is like when did you know that you knew that you knew that you knew that Jesus was Lord um but I want to note too that our relationship with God is it's active and it takes our participation um because I went through a very similar process of taking those steps of faith and obeying before I was even sure, sure, like before yeah. 100%. And yeah. I grappled with God hard because, yeah, I was sacrificing mm. everything to follow what he said. And so I pleaded with him. I was like, I need to know, like know in my bones that Jesus is God and this is all legit. And he answered my prayers 
in different ways. But the big one was giving me dreams. Like I had these dreams with him where he confirmed that Jesus is Lord. So I'm curious to hear, like, what was that? How did he confirm that for you? There were just moments along the way where I would listen to a testimony from someone, a new age to Christianity testimony, and I would start crying. I felt it in my heart. I felt like my husband, he'd be looking at me like, wow, she's like really serious about this. Like he's crying over this. And there was one, uh, the night before I was, I first attended church, my husband found this YouTube and he was like, oh yeah, it's talking about the Bible. Eve would be interested in this. So he played it for me and we're watching it together and I had to get up and walk out of the room and I was crying. And he was like, what's going on? Why are you crying? I thought, you know, you'd like this. This has got to do with the Bible. It's talking about the Bible. And I said, no, this is, this is, if, if this is true, if what this guy in this YouTube is saying is true, then the Bible isn't real. And I was bawling. Like I felt genuinely sad. Like I had lost something. Mm-hmm. I said, he was like, he didn't understand. Like he didn't get how you can't have both. They can't have both beliefs. This guy in this video was saying that, you know, Christ is within us and it was just, it was very, I don't don't even know how to describe it, but it sounded legitimate. Like it it sounded legitimate. Like a lot of people would believe it. It was talking about our biology and our body and how, yeah, it was, it, it was very scientific, but it sounded like it could be truth. Yeah. But if that was truth, then the Bible's not truth. So I felt so lost in that moment. And that's when I knew in that moment that this is something real to me. It's something important to me because I'm de- I'm very affected when someone's trying to tell me that it's not real. Yeah. As soon as my husband or was showing me this video, and it was contradicting what I had come to believe. Yeah, it was like something was ripped out of me. Because and, it's personal. It, it was a different feeling when somebody you know, came at your crystals because the crystals, that's not personal. Relationship with God, that's personal. Because all of a sudden then I have to question, well, what am I feeling? Because I felt like he was answering my prayers because, like I said, that fight with my husband, that, that scary day with my husband and then he answered my prayers and he led me to the Bible and he he told me to get rid of my crystals and he brought me out of the new age and I felt like I had this real connection with Jesus, with God, and I was building this relationship and trust with him. You know, I and I, I, I was seeing the shifts in my husband. Like our marriage has never been better. Um, mm. He's never been better. I've never been better. He's now been He's now reading the Bible with me. Every morning he gets up, he'll read it for an hour. Wow. Um, so he's given up coffee. He's given up painkillers. He's given up um, his energy drinks, like pre-workout that he would use for work to get through the day. And I'm seeing the transformation in him. Yeah. And I'm seeing the transformation in our marriage And then to see that my son no longer has night terrors, that in itself was confirmation. That's like you can't can't get any better than that, knowing that my child is safe at night and he's 
because he was actually, so I didn't um, mention earlier, he was having dreams of being pulled down to hell. So at five years old, he was saying, Mummy, I had a dream that something was trying to pull me down into the cracks in the ground, like into the dirt. He was pointing to the cracks like in the in the concrete and he was pointing to the dirt and he's like, they were trying to pull me under there and it was really scary. And so I, I was like, I was lost. Like, what do you do from there? How do you, what do you do? And another dream he had, he said, Mummy, there was this dark hole and there was a scary lady with no eyes and you were pushing me to her. You were telling this lady to take me down this dark black hole in the ground and your heart breaks because you know, like I knew I was leading my son into hell because of what I was doing, the new age, the witchcraft, and I had to take that guilt on and God convicted you. You 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 were able to oh, see. Oh yeah, there was one day I was driving home from school, and he said to me, "Mummy, do you remember that dream I had when that girl, scary girl with no eyes, was trying to take me down that dark hole, and you were giving her to you were giving me to her?" He said, "Mummy, please don't ever do that again." <sighs> and I knew that I was like thank you Jesus thank you God and that was like a real that was like one of those moments where I I just sighed and I knew I was on the right path because that was like his little sign to me of saying don't ever go back don't ever go back to that dark path because like he was telling me don't ever do that to me again so I knew I guess yeah my kids kept me going like my son yeah. my younger son is too young to obviously grasp any of this but my yeah wow that's yeah. I can't even put it into words it's just I hear you though I get it and yeah it's like these all these little confirmations you just get to see the mm-hmm. fruit you know of what this walk with God is like lived out and like you said, real changes happen mm-hmm. in your family, in your home, for your son. Like that's, like you said, that's confirmation enough. You get to see it with the fruit. I'm gonna take a quick second here to tell you about Raised and Redeemed merch. I somehow end up in my bright pink Raised and Redeemed crew neck nearly every day because it's so comfy and I love to tell the world that I have been raised and redeemed in Jesus' name. And wearing something that says that is a great conversation starter. Not only do we have crewnecks, but we also have t-shirts, hoodies, cropped hoodies, mugs, stickers, socks, and more. You can either follow the link titled Raised and Redeemed Merch in the comment section of wherever you're listening, click the link in any of my social media bios, or go to Raised and Redeemed and that's spelled out, raised, A-N-D, redeem.creator.spring.com to order yours and support the show today. I have family who are still really stuck in their destruction. They haven't found Christ yet, and they call me, and it's, this was crazy, and then the tree fell, and then, you know, like, I don't know, like, lots of just chaos, like, chaos. Yeah. And they they talk Every time they talk to me, it's like this chaos, like, hell like hellish like charade of something is happening and I'm like 
I told, I'll just say, I told my dad this morning, I was like, you know, Jesus's yoke is easy and his burden is light. And he rushed off the phone after that. You know, he didn't want to hear that, but it's like, it's like once you do give your life to Jesus and start following biblical principles and walking under his shield of protection, the chaos, it just, it's not, you don't experience that level of chaos and pain and just the world can still be crazy, but you, you have Jesus's spirit of peace amidst all of that. That's the perfect word. I feel like everything just feels like this, like harmony and balance. And whereas before I was this, I was up and down, roller coaster of emotions. Our house was chaotic, chaotic. We've got child having night terrors in the night, like mum's all over the shop and, you know, it was, there was no harmony. And now it just feels like peace and it feels like how it should be, how life should be. And my husband, we were just talking about this last night. We feel like different people. We are, we're not anxiety ridden. We're, We're getting out more. We're not afraid to you know, like we took our young kids into the city um, yesterday, which is a, a fair like an hour drive from where we live. And normally that would be like there's been a lot of anxiety around that for us, you know, in the big city taking young kids and then the long car drive and yeah. we'll just avoid it. We'll just avoid anything that seemed stressful and we'd keep to ourselves a lot. But now we're noticing that there's no fear anymore where we just we feel free we feel free and we feel like and what's interesting is that when we're in the city on the floor my husband picked up a piece of paper I think it was maybe a Mormon um, you know how they give out those pamphlets but it was on the floor right in front of him and he picked it up and it said Jesus in big letters and we picked it up and we're like see like he's everywhere he's showing us that he is there like Mm. like he's everywhere and when I um, first discovered you know this Christian path and it was like a week or two in and I was still feeling very conflicted my husband was at work and he was so he was um, digging up doing some earth moving and right in the middle of the ground like in the dirt was this book and it was this book of Jesus and his stories And he picked it up and he brought it home to me and I was like, thank you, Jesus. That was a direct message for him. I knew at that time that book was meant for me. He he was just showing me to keep going, have faith, like I'm here. This path is the right path. And so every time I'd have doubts or conflicting thoughts, um, you know, the enemy's trying to pull me back into the new age, he would just show himself. He'd show little signs along the way. That's so good. Yeah. And, and it's, I like that you said that as well, because we can't be, even when you're down the Christian path for a long time, well-tenured Christians have to be careful too with self-righteousness because it's nothing that you're doing. It's by the grace of God that he keeps you. Like he's keeping us um, every day. It's like, I don't know. It's something I had to, it's something I felt recently of like, I'm not better than anybody else. I'm not, there's no, 
or that I've figured out. It's by his grace that, that he keeps me, um, and continues to give those little, the God winks, the affirmations of his presence. Um, is there any other part of your testimony, Eva, that you want the listeners to know? I just want to share that it wasn't an easy road for me. I I feel like there was definitely spiritual attack in the beginning. I was definitely trying to, I was being kept out of the church. I, I know that the enemy was very angry. He did not want me to leave the new age. He did not want to lose me. And I could feel the first week at night when I was laying in bed, I would pull the quilt up because I felt I, I don't I don't see things. I don't have that they, those gifts of vision, but I could feel the energy mm-hmm. and I could feel something was in my room and angry with me. I just knew they were angry, you know. And um, so I had to be 100% dedicated and devoted and knowing this is my path I'm not going to let the enemy take me off of it no matter how it looked whether it was an argument from my husband whether it was something going wrong in my path to stop me from going to church that day because those things will happen and you can't sit back and think oh today I won't go you know not today oh the kids it's and you'll make excuses and the enemy will plant things along the way to stop that from happening. So you've got to just stay committed on your path and have faith. And I just prayed and prayed and prayed all day long, praying, and I still do, morning, night, in the shower, in the car, on the toilet, when I'm rocking my son to sleep, I'll pray and I'll speak to God and yeah, it's about building that relationship and you will know in your heart you, you can't, it's an indescribable feeling, his, his love and you know he's answering your prayers. It's hard to explain to someone unless you're living it, but you know he's answering your prayers because you'll pray for something and then things will start happening the next day or the day after and you're like, wow, like yes. you're just blown away. I actually want to start writing those things down because, and I've tried, like I've started so many different like God journals, but then I get off track with it. But so that you can remember those things because we so easily forget all the little ways that he answers or confirms. Um, It's easy to forget those things. So writing them down when you feel like, you know, God is speaking to you or answering something. I know that's important. I want to ask you one final question, um, and that's you can either choose to say a prayer for or if you would have anything to say directly to um, maybe like your old friends in the new age or the people, the the clients that you had that were seeking healing or those, those energy cleansers, um, people who are seeking their their hope and truth in these new age things that, you know, aren't actually ever going to, to save them or help them. So I actually recently prayed for that healer 
um, I felt called to pray for her. And I actually have no contact with any of the friends that I had when I was in the new age. Um, that was part of my commitment. I had to, I completely ended those friendships because they would call me. I didn't, I needed no association with the new age and because if they called me and and they still had new age beliefs or asked me questions wanted help and advice um yeah that wasn't going to work so I went on this journey on my own yeah let's pray let's pray for let's let's say a prayer okay dear heavenly father lord god we thank you for all that you're doing we thank you for your love, your unconditional love, and we just pray that you will continue to draw people nearer to you, that you will continue to draw people closer to you, bring them into your kingdom, open their eyes, remove that veil so that they can find you, so that they can see you and they can feel you in their hearts. Let yourself be known to them anyone who is feeling alone, anyone who's feeling scared or afraid, anyone who's feeling lost, draw them in with your love, Lord God. Your love is so powerful. It's so unconditional. And I pray that more and more people get to feel what Michaela and I get to feel, this unconditional love that you give us there's nothing greater. There's nothing. There's nothing more powerful. They don't need. They don't need anything else but you, Lord God. They don't need anything else but Jesus. And we pray you just seek out these people, and that they will find you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. That's all I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this show, I'd love to have you leave a review, share it with a friend, and even connect with me on other platforms. It's at Michaela Nikolenko on Instagram and TikTok. And we also have an at Raised and Redeemed Instagram account too. I look forward to connecting with you there. Until next time, stay well and God bless you.